Hey guys, welcome to Season 2 of the Surf Coast Creatives Podcast. Thought we'd do a little preview of Season 2 today. It feels like forever since we've spoken to you all, so Jess and I just wanted to put out a little sneak peek of Season 2 and also talk about 7 ways to unleash your creativity, Jess. Welcome Jess, first of all. Thanks Ben, good to be here. So what have you been up to the last couple of weeks, Jess? Well... We did our last episode when? We did it... A month ago. Just over a month ago. Just over a month ago. What was the date? July. Late July? Yeah. So that was episode 12. 11. Episode 11 of the Surf Coast Creators <laughs> podcast. Yeah. So we had 10 guests. Season 1 was such a big success. We had so much fun, so we thought we'd come back and do it all again. Yeah. And we had a lot of people wanting to get on the, get on the podcast. We thought we'd... Um, might have run out of listeners and all that sort of stuff, but we've got a few <laughs> few people wanting to come back, so or coming come back for the first time, I should say. Yeah, we've had a, a lot of interest in season two already from creatives on the surf coasts, and it's been overwhelming to be honest. So we've we've booked out four episodes already, and we're talking to a bunch of others to book out the remainder. We're going to do about ten episodes for season two, same as season one. So that'll take us through to what late November. Then we'll have a Late November, early December, then we'll have a break for Christmas and come back with season three in the new year. Yeah, I like the sound of that. So today we just wanted to go through seven ways to unleash your creativity. We're going to chat about what we've been up to. So Jess, you've been reading a lot, I hear. Yes, I love to get lost in a book, so I thought um, I thought I might take up a few books and my friend Maddie gave me the book The Dry by Jane Harper. Aussie author. And I got obsessed with the the series. So I've gone on to what well we both have, you know, um, read The Dry, The Lost Man and The Force of Nature. So they're fiction books by Jane Harper. Yeah. Who used so, to be a journalist. So she was a journalist and now she writes these like crime fiction written written and set in Australia, like the Outback. So there's two in the Outback and then there's one in the the Force of Nature's in the bush. Uh, I think it's in the bush. Oh, they're all in the bush, I think. Oh, well, in the forest. The dry is out near the Murray up on the, up on the border and the Lost Man is based in Western Australia mm. out on a cattle station. So she's an unbelievable writer. The way she builds suspense... Yeah. I've actually picked up on a lot of tips to help us build a little bit of suspense in the podcast week to week. So watch out for that. <laughs> Is that your... There'll your... be no murders or... Yeah, God. Drama or just, you know. <laughs> this is now a true crime podcast. <laughs> um, well, the most popular podcasts in Australia are true crime podcasts. Yeah, so. it's crazy. I actually can't listen to those ones. I know you try and listen to them, but I have to leave the room. I listen to one episode of... Uh, I can't remember the guy's name, the guy from the Herald Sun. And he talked about the dingo's got my baby and I've, I lasted one episode. I've had enough of that story. Like, mm. we'll never know, I guess. So. Yeah, yep. And then I think we were in the bookshop in Lawn and the, the guy there recommended Scrublands by Chris Hammer. So, again... Another Aussie author. Yeah. Journalist, wasn't he? Former journalist, yep. Yep. And so that one was, I think, next level. So if you do like the Jane Harper books, I definitely recommend Chris Hammer's Scrublands. And then I'm going to get my hand on the, the silver 
sometime soon. You'll never come back to regional Victoria ever again. Yeah. <laughs> it makes little, so those small little country towns in Victoria seem a lot bigger than what they are. Yeah, yeah. A lot of strange goings on. So, yeah. no, they're, they're excellent books. Yeah, and then you're on the other side of the the track. You've got, um, well, tell us about what you've been reading. Well, I've read all those just for a bit of fun. So I don't read much fiction, but I really got hooked on Jane Harper and Chris Hammer. So if you're tuning in, get, do yourself a favour. Molly Meldrum, do yourself a favour. <laughs> and do you know who Molly Meldrum is, Jess? Yes. That's just checking. <laughs> so <laughs> do yourself a favour. Get down to the bookshop and get a hold of Jane Harper's books or Chris Hammer. But, yeah, I read a lot of non-fiction. I got stuck into Richard Branson's second book, Finding My Virginity. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to get a little bit of inspiration for the Surf Coast Creators podcast and the business behind the podcast and where we want to take it and everything else. So a few similarities in terms of the way he started his business. He started a student magazine, which became... Britain's largest student national magazine. I think he started it when he was 15 years old or something. So 15. Something ridiculous like that. It's it's still Britain's number one student magazine to this day. Wow. But he started that from his bedroom, basically. Who did he interview? He interviewed Mick Jagger. So Mick Jagger didn't do interviews. He was world-renowned for not doing interviews. Yep. Richard Branson thought... He actually found out where he lived in London and went and knocked on the door and asked him directly for an interview. <laughs> Mick Jagger told him to bugger off. Yeah. Then he knocked again and eventually got the interview. I don't know the exact story, but just from memory, that's something like that. Yeah, that's cool. So that was cool. And then uh, Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker has been a good one. So kind of talks about sleep and the importance of sleep, which is pretty self-evident, but kind of goes into the science behind sleep and um, basically says that sleep is the beginning, the end, and the middle of a good, healthy life, which I tend to believe as well. So Yeah, well, both you and I suffer from, you know, restless sleep mm-hmm. from um, time to time. At the moment, I've noticed, well, this last week I've had a bit more sleep, but um, it's definitely... A big question on my mind a lot of nights. Yeah, we can have pretty odd routines with you as a PT. Some days you're, you've got a 6am session, some days you don't. Yeah. I'm running a business, got extracurricular activities that sort of run into the evening sometimes and get to bed late and those sorts of things. So yeah. pretty odd sleeping patterns, but I guess nothing unusual. Yeah. Big shout out to all the mums and dads out there that have had <laughs> yeah. two hours sleep. Yeah. And we're complaining about six. <laughs> And then, oh, the next one. I tried to read this one. What? What? So Homo Deus. Mhm. Uh, it was a sequel to Sapiens by Yuval Noah Harari. I hope I, I hope I pronounced that correctly. The Jewish guy, Israeli. Uh, really good book. Real eye opener. So he, he talks about you know human beings being the apex of creation, which we have been since the dawn of Homo sapiens, but looking forward, which Homo Juice does, so it looks forward to the next century and beyond. Mm. And human beings, as the apex of creation, that may not be the case going forward. So I must admit, I had a couple of sleepless nights after reading that book. Yeah, I could not sleep after reading. Watch out for artificial intelligence and robots and other things. So 
I guess we're a long way from actually driverless cars and other things like that. Uh, you know, they're not that far away. Yeah. And space flight, space travel is not that far away. So. Yeah, you were talking about, was it SpaceX? Is that what it's called? Yeah, that was talked about in Richard Branson's book. Because oh, okay. Richard is obviously the founder of Virgin Galactic, which is taking people to the moon and back, whereas SpaceX is... Elon. Elon Musk. Yeah. And he's going to take people to Mars and back. So. And that was that was on the news like in the last couple of weeks. So it actually feels like it's. I remember you talking about this a month ago when you were reading it, and then two yeah, weeks next later. Yeah, next day is a news story. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, there was. Um, well, I think SpaceX has just done some sort of commercial flight into outer space. So Elon Musk getting very excited, but they've they've signed a massive partnership with NASA. So NASA, for the first time in history, will provide nothing but research, and SpaceX will provide infrastructure. So that's interesting. Yeah, that's really cool. All right, there's two more on the list. What have we got? Uh, a couple more. Smashing the books. Non-fiction. <laughs> People think we've been sitting around doing nothing. Oh, we're learning, keeping the brain active. Always learning. We had a week up at Beechworth, which is absolutely magnificent. Yeah, so nice. We had seven days up there, and we had a lot of time to read, so probably hence the reason why we've read so many books. But yeah. also a lot of walks, walks in nature, a lot of time to reflect and think about things. Yeah. Obviously, with your pregnancy not working out, it was a good time to just relax but and rip through a few books. But yeah, I read the... A book called Quiet, The Power of Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking. So it's written by Susan Cain. She's got a, a really good video on TED Talks, actually. So if you're on YouTube, look up Susan Cain. I think it's one of the top five rated talks ever. She just talks about the power of introverts and, you know, having a quiet influence in the world, uh, a la Mahatma Gandhi. And is that his first name, Mahatma? Did I just make that up? No. I'll just go with Gandhi. And a number of other people which escape me right now. Warren Buffett, one of the richest men in the world. An introvert who kind of locks his, locks himself in the office all day and shuts the curtains. Yeah. Uh, many, many, many entrepreneurs. So I think the founder of Twitter was mentioned. So, you know, just a different outlook in a world that sort of expects you to be extrovert, I guess. Yeah. And then the last one... Uh, the Memory Book, so written by Harry Lorraine and Jerry Lucas. So The Memory Book, really good again, just uh, trying to improve my memory and remember keep it my sharp. Birthday. And remember your birthday, which yeah, is that's the whole reason. <laughs> December the 8th. What? <laughs> uh, it's September the 7th. It's actually coming up. It's coming up soon. It's, not, it's next week. Yes. It is next week. So Beautiful. we'll be having a virtual birthday cake on the podcast for Jess. Yay. Oh, you probably expect me to make a real cake. A real cake, please. Carrot so we'll cake. Have the, we'll have the cake and then celebrate it on the podcast. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, that's cool. So looking forward to that. Um, better get your birthday present. And your 30th too, mm-hmm. we should say. Big 3-0 for Jess. 3-0. Yep, pretty excited. Uh, not so much about the ISO birthday, but I know I'm not the only one, so... I'll get over it. <laughs> I'll throw a massive party. Yeah. Just the two of us. <laughs> get Domino's or something. Yay! Pizza! <laughs> uh, we won't be doing that. We'll cook you a nice dinner and get a nice bottle of vino or something. <laughs> yeah. But we'll work it out. And, yeah, lots of fun. 
had a week away up at Beechworth. We went to Bright. We saw the mountains. Not a not a drop of snow on the mountains. We had five days of back to back sunshine. Couldn't believe it. And then mm. the day we came back, lockdown restrictions were introduced. So the second yeah. round, which wasn't pleasant, but we've got it pretty good compared to people in Melbourne who cannot even leave home at the moment. So big shout out if you're sitting at home in Melbourne. Yeah. Tuning in and. We hope you're doing well and yeah. keeping your head above water. Um, just stay positive and keep doing those those things that you love and like. Stay focused. Yeah, I know it must be so hard, but like, just yeah, just keep on trucking. Big shout out to my fam in Melbourne, all the siblings. If you all your sisters. <laughs> Jess is one of six kids. Six kids. That's another thing I have to remember. Unlocking. All just as the names of Je- all just as siblings. So. Yep. So memory book for that. <laughs> and wow. yeah, it's, well, at least on the coast we can kind of get down to the beach and take a bit of time out, go for a surf. Thank God for surfing is all I can say. We've been doing a lot of surfing and exercise down at the park in Connawarri, so yeah, that's been awesome. But if you can't do that, I don't know how people are getting through, to be honest. But hang in there. Yeah. I should mention as well that it's, if you're feeling down, it's okay to be down. Yeah. Listen to some heavy metal music or order takeaway. Just do whatever you do to feel good. So. Yeah. But it's okay to feel. Not okay. Not okay. Just make sure you reach out. And the highlights, Jess. Well, that, that's an important point. It's reach out. Absolutely. So as we did on episode 11, we had a quite a traumatic event ourselves, and we shared our story, and it was. Don't regret it, not one bit. I had yeah. so much overwhelm with um, kind thoughts and comments. So yeah, thanks to everyone who sent in their um, their words of kindness and and encouragement or support. I guess um, really appreciate that because it actually yeah it was a really dark time for for both of us and we're coming slowly coming through the fog. But um, yeah. Yeah, it was really tough to do that last episode, I must admit. Just didn't have the motivation whatsoever, but I'm glad we did it because we got yeah. so much good feedback. Yeah. We had to get a stack of pe- emails from people sort of bringing you back memories and sharing their experiences as well. So yeah. we appreciate that very much. Mm. So it was a big season, Jess. We had over 2,000 downloads. We're averaging about 300 unique listeners per episode. So they're good numbers from scratch. Yeah, that's so good. It's not millions and millions, but it's a start. And for a little podcast on the surf coast that's growing, it's we were pretty shocked, to be honest. So yeah, we didn't really know where this was going to take us, but we've um, we well with the podcast, like it's great to bring exposure to awesome creatives on the on the surf coast who are who are making their passion a full time full time gig, if not that part-time looking to go full-time in the future and yeah so shout yeah, out it's to been crazy those peeps and since the restrictions came in you've been flooded with um inquiries for personal training sessions and i hazard a guess that those inquiries are a little bit due to the podcast with your profile being out there and whatnot people getting to know who you are so it's been great yeah yeah so 
Yeah, definitely. I've got a few from um, the podcast. So thanks, thanks for you guys who will. I can't even speak. <laughs> um, thank you guys for reaching out. Um, it's been really good just to connect with people. Obviously, maintaining social distancing practices, but just to help people, I really love to train Absolutely. and do my thing. Yeah. So plenty of sessions still available. Mm, We're pretty much booked out. Not really. Yeah. Got a few, maybe a few more, but yeah, about bit... twenty sessions a week. So yeah. super busy. Yeah. Which is good to see. Mhm. Uh, having lost your job at the start of year, to, I think to find work in this environment is a miracle. I don't think there's too many people chopping and changing and you know getting a promotion and things like that. So you take any work right now, wouldn't you? Not yeah. anything, but no, definitely yeah, very anything. appreciative. <laughs> I'll do anything. So we're going to kick off the second segment of the podcast with seven ways to unleash your creativity. Yes, I'm looking forward to this. Let's get stuck into it. What's number one, Jess? All right. So the first one we've got is assume you are naturally creative. Remain open to joy and inspiration. Do you want to delve into that a little bit deeper? So a lot of people don't think they can be creative. That's the case, isn't it? So a lot of people think you have to be born to be creative. So... So one of the big questions on the first season of our podcast was asking um, our guests, you know, whether or not creativity is a, a matter of nature or nurture, and a lot said it's a matter of nurture. A couple said it's nature, but it, the overwhelming majority said it's a matter of nurturing creativity, and we believe that as well. So it starts with a mindset, and assuming that you're naturally creative is a good place to start. You only have to watch your kids play in the playground or your nieces and nephews or just think back to your own childhood and just the, the boundless energy enthusiasm you had for anything. Yeah. And you let your imagination run run wild. Those kids don't sit around thinking, oh, I'm not creative. I don't have a creative bone in my body. Yeah. They remain open to joy, inspiration, as you said. So. Yeah. I can still remember in school, like, there was always free time to, like, draw and express yourself through draw or drawing or painting or art. Then in the music room, they'd give you, I don't know if this happened at every school, but at mine, they're like five minutes to just bang on some sort of instrument. <laughs> and like. Or the triangle. Yeah, the triangle or the little cla- uh, clappers. clarinets. Clappers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the <rum>. <laughs> <laughs> Or the recorder or something. Tambourine. And then. Is that, and tambourine then, was a shaker thing, wasn't it? Yeah. And then like to write your own story. So, I don't know. I think there's maybe just unleash your inner child, basically. Yeah, just have the courage to let go. Okay, second one? Uh, just start. So this is a good way to beat inertia. You know, even just allocating 20 minutes a day to a creative activity. So telling hubby and the kids that, yeah, have got 20 minutes on Friday to be creative and that's your time. You make it your time, you own it. If you can't do it daily, then perhaps just weekly. So... Um, just starting allocating time and not thinking about it too much I have this a lot as a when I started doing photography and you know you kind of wax and wane on photography and you think everything has to be perfect and you have to get better and better and better and better and then you end up getting this total inertia because you think everything has to be perfect because you've come x amount of time and you need to be you know at this level and you don't mm. think you are so you stop doing photography because you don't want to be criticized and have people judging your work but you just got to push through it 
and it's a matter of just starting. Even when you have started, say a couple of years down the track, it's a matter of still of just starting again. So yeah, yeah, starting over and over, if that makes any sense. But in the beginning, just starting. All right. So number three, we've got do it for you. So it's pretty self-explanatory, and it gets you past the fear or fear of shame or embarrassment. But um, it's really important to, yeah, again, put yourself first and, you know, do what lights you up. So whether it's photography, whether it's writing, whether it's reading, um, getting those creative juices flowing, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. And, you know, if you're doing it for social following, social likes and doing it for media presence or to be more popular, then I don't think it's going to work out. Like, you're going to lose the motivation pretty quickly because when those factors and forces aren't in place or don't come to fruition, then you can lose motivation pretty quickly. But if it's for you and you only, then you can just keep on pushing through the tough times. Yep, yep. Probably sure of exercise as well, Jess. You're doing it for you, aren't you? Like if your PT clients, they're doing it for them. You can encourage them to do it for themselves. Yeah, definitely. Not for hubby, not for the kids, not to look good at the wedding. They do it for them. So yeah. So it's sort of an intrinsic and inner motivation yeah. rather than external. Yeah. One of my – well, what the way that I see exercise, it's been a big help for me throughout my life in, in mainly – Yes, it's good for like everyday stuff, but mentally it helps you to, you know, pick yourself up and like I feel the stronger that I feel physically, the stronger I feel mentally. And number four, Jess? Number four is lead from your heart, not logic. Let your imagination run wild. So what do we mean by that? (laughs) (laughs) Perhaps I should have showed you this list before we started the podcast, but yeah, it's leading from your heart and emotion, I guess, rather than logic, so I think it's the left brain, I should know this from all the books I've read the yeah. last couple of weeks, left brain is more creative? No. Right brain? I think so, yeah. Left brain is logic? I don't think it actually works that way in reality, but it's a nice analogy. It's kind of like the frontal and prefrontal and all that sort of stuff, cortex. I was reading about this in Why We Sleep. But anyway, we're digressing. So leading from your heart, not logic. Letting your imagination run wild kind of relates back to just starting and do it for you. Um, yeah. It's letting go of other people's opinions. And have, have a daydream. Set aside some time to daydream. And, yeah, let it go wild. Like the mind is capable of many, many things, so... I think the imagination, human imagination, there's no limits. So don't think you're silly or childish for, you know, dreaming up some pretty crazy ideas. Just put it all down on paper and run with something that um, might work in in the real world. So Mm -hmm. hope that makes sense. Number five, make way for messiness and mistakes. Yeah, getting back to perfectionism again. So. I always, when I'm writing, like to go nuts on the first draft and big believer that the first draft is never right, never, ever right. Even, even when you think you've absolutely nailed it, you send it to a client and they just, they rubbish it or they, they're not happy or you don't hear a phone call and you think there's something wrong and there is. But I think 
ultimately you have to go nuts on the first draft of anything. So whether it's writing or photography or any creative pursuit, you just got to put it all out there. Yep. And if it's crap, it's crap. At least you did it. Yep. At least you started. At least you did it. You you started, you ticked all those boxes and you sort of you escaped that pattern of trying to make everything perfect as well. So perfectionism is a big thing. And yeah, letting go of perfectionism and making room for mistakes, it's a big one. Alright, number six, don't force your way through a creative block. Take a break and let it come back to you. Yeah, that's a big one. So Yeah, definitely. Don't want to force it. You don't want to be butting your head against the wall, we're trying to say. Just yeah. take a break, walk away from it. If you've been writing for 18 hours straight trying to come up with a story or something, or you've been doing a, a new drawing or new painting and it's just not quite working out or working on a photography project and you've run out of inspiration, then have a little rest and come back to it. Yeah, and I think that's true for for a lot of people in business, like creative entrepreneurs out there who are listening in. If you're having a block, like a block in your business, definitely give yourself the like permission to go away and, you know, have some time out because it's your body's way of saying, Hey, this is enough. I've had enough of this. I need I need to do something else. So yeah. Go maybe go back to one of the other things that we've listed if you're having that creative block. And yeah. Yeah, it's just Going back to number five, allowing for the mistakes and having a little break, not getting too frustrated with yourself. So number seven, schedule time in your calendar. I think we start, covered that off in number two, which was just start. But yeah, schedule time in your calendar. So you schedule a bit of me time in the calendar each week. Even yeah. if it's just once a week, we get to dedicate time to a creative activity or pursuit Yeah. and do it. 30 yeah. minutes, an hour. I know that that's that sort of time is very hard to find in the modern day, but if you can just find that time once a week or even a couple of times a week, then put it in your calendar and lock it in. Lock it in, yeah. And own it. Yeah, definitely. Lock it in, Eddie. Yep, pretend it's the most most important meeting of your life. Absolutely. And tell your husband, tell your kids, tell your partner. So this means a lot. This is... This is a huge thing for me. Like, um, mm. this is going to change my life. And it will, like, if you set the time aside. So, yeah. Let's run through it again. Right, let's, yeah. Number we one. We digressed a little bit, but let's run through them quickly again. So, <laughs> seven ways to unleash your creativity. Number one. Assume you are naturally creative. So, remain open to joy and inspiration. Number two, just start. Beat inertia by doing this and allocate 20 minutes to creativity per day. If you can. If you can, yep. It's a big ask, but try and do it if you can. Number three, do it for you. So pretty self-explanatory, but get you past, you know, the, the feelings of fear or shame or embarrassment or any other of those other emotions. So do it for you. Just remember, do it for you, not for any other external reason. Number four, lead from your heart, not logic. So let your imagination run wild, Ben. Absolutely. And actually, I know we're just running through the points, but letting your imagination run wild is a, is 
key to memory. So first chapter of that memory book that I'm reading, it's called The Memory Book. If you want to look it up on Amazon, is letting your imagination run wild because you've got to create visual pictures and, and images in your mind and they have to be crazy in order to remember them. But we remember via association. So once you've got an image in your head and you remember it, you won't forget it. Yeah. Because you can't remember something that you don't remember. People yeah. say, oh, I forget, but they don't forget. They just haven't remembered because they didn't remember it in the first place. Yeah. So little key point for number four. Number five, make way for messiness and mistakes. Yep. Just go nuts on the first iteration and see what happens. Number six, don't force your way through a creative block. Yep. So take a break and let it come back to you. Don't butt your head against the wall. And finally, number seven, schedule time in your calendar. So me time, comma, me time (laughs) for you at a fixed time each week. Or multiple times a week if you can. So that's the seven ways to unleash your creativity, Jess, that we've just solved the world's problems right there in 15 minutes. Yep. But we, do, we don't want to underestimate the importance of creativity in people's lives. That's partly why we created the podcast. You know, we, A lot of us let go of our creative habits and pursuits. So in the name of paying the mortgage and paying the bills and uh, all that important adult stuff that has to be done but we yeah. kind of lose sight of the bigger picture sometimes don't we so that's why yeah. we wanted to put it out there yeah and just encourage you to be be like a kid every now and then definitely what's the worst that could happen <laughs> <laughs> all right all right jess we're gonna wrap it up we wanted to keep it nice and short today so yep definitely well a little sneak peek at season two who have we got booked in so the first three guests that we've got booked in for season two, episode number one coming out September three is Natalie Martin. She is an amazing watercolour artist and super, super talented. Just amazing. And got she's got a very own course on Skillshare, one of our sponsors. Yeah, Skillshare. So she's on there. Um, if you want to check her out, she's at Natalie underscore Martin on Instagram. Uh, the second one, we have Tal Lemons. Big time photographer. Ben's got a Can't wait to chat to him. Very, very excited look on his yes. face. He's very excited about this one. Surf, sort of oceanscape photographer. Probably not doing him justice there, but very talented water ocean photographer. And yeah. just won a big international award. Yeah, winner of the... In Austria, so... 2020, is it? Yeah, for his picture of a wave that kind of looks like a mountain so it's open to interpretation the the image if you haven't seen it have a look at our instagram page and you'll see it so yeah and third third episode booked in we have lola berry lola yes can't wait to have a chat with lola yes very excited about um chatting to lola she has a huge story as well she does not hold back so um and you might know her from her podcast fearlessly failing yep um, so she has, I think she's got like five seasons on that and I was just listening to another one in the car, listen to them all the time, but I'm very excited to chat to her and yeah, get her, her story. Yeah, that's going to be a biggie. And number four is an icon on the, on the surf coast recently. 
and um, definitely saves a lot of people. Picks them up every day with the coffee hit. It's um, Mark from Ocean Grind. I thought you were going to say he picks them up in a taxi every day. What? No. Like his taxi does say he's a, he's a world-class bar- barista. Yeah, exactly. And he has a huge team. And that, Mark from Ocean Grind. Yeah, Mark from Ocean Grind. So I reckon his story will be incredible as well because I can just remember, you know, when the ox effect was across the road coming yep. over and they just had the counter there with the coffee machine. And now that place is pumping. So it's very, very exciting. And I'm so happy to have Mark on for episode four. And that's it so far. We're just speaking to other people. So yep. we'll get them all lined up. Um, in the weeks ahead, so yeah. Yeah, we're speaking to a lot of people to fill out the the remaining six episodes. If you want to get on, let us know now because they're going to fill really fast. So that's an we haven't even scratched the surface, as we said on our yeah. last episode. So if you want to be on the Surf Coast Creatives podcast and get some exposure, then let us know. Yeah. Over yeah. 200 email subscribers now too. Yeah. Yep. That's great. All right, well, we'll wrap this up because we know you have lots to do today. So thanks for tuning in to our teaser episode. Yes, our little teaser episode with a capital T. So, yeah, what did we cover? What have, what we've been up to, travelling, reading, seven ways to unleash your creativity. Just where can we go to find out more about the Surf Coast Creatives podcast? I reckon you guys should just head straight to the website, www.surfcoastcreatives.com. You'll find the podcast, you'll find the, uh, the blog, you'll find media articles, you'll also find um, a lot of information on... About our values and all the rest. Yeah. That's what you're trying to say, isn't yes. it? Yes. <laughs> and our contact page. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where you'll contact us there, yeah. yeah. So. Don't forget the contact page. Surfcoastcreatives.com, yep. no A-U. And social media, Surf Coast Creatives on Instagram, Surf Coast Creatives on Facebook. Yep. Come join the conversation. We'd love to hear from you. Love all your comments and feedback, emails, everything. Our email addresses are on the website. So. Yeah, and if you have time, please, he- and you are listening to the podcast, please head over to iTunes if you're listening through iTunes and rate and review for us. Yeah, we love the reviews, and we want to see you lots and lots during Season 2. Yeah, it really helps. So we got thank twelve you. five star ratings on iTunes. Can you believe? Twelve. There you go. Woohoo! So we want thirty by the end of season two. All right, thirty. That's we'll going to be the goal. See if we can hit thirty. A little goal for the listeners. Alrighty. And oh, just on the blog page, we got a new blog page. So we had a, a supporting and accompanying blog post for each episode during season one. So. Go to the website, check out the blog page, and you'll get access to all those blog articles. So lots of hints and tips and links and stuff in the blogs. So, yeah. And we'll also include a blog for this podcast because we want to talk about another sponsor that's come on board. Yes, very exciting. Which we'll announce on episode one. All right. We'll just keep it up our sleeves, the ace of spades for now. <laughs> but we do have Skillshare.com as well. And we have another sponsor who's just as big and just as crazy and we can't wait to announce them so all right we're going to keep it a secret though just sounds good there we are just 36 minutes 36 all right quick wrap it up thanks guys for listening thanks guys we look forward to episode one season two
I'm your host, Ben Hucker, and with me... Jess Mellington. See you later. Bye. Have a good one.